Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Morning Manna with Bishop Allison Abrams. Oh, it is a great day to still be in the land of the living. Anybody know that on today? I tell you, I'm just excited. I'm still on overflow. I don't know about you from the Christmas cantata that Empowerment Liberation Cathedral um, gave on Sunday. God just really blessed that in a mighty, marvelous way. Anybody know that uh, all you have to do is continue to take it to the Lord in prayer and God will answer? And so I'm just tremendously blessed on today. So y'all get the folks to come on in, come on in, come on in. I need everybody to come in on today. Once again, I am Bishop Allison Abrams. I am bringing you morning manna on today. And y'all know what to do. You have to press the like. Please press the like. You, uh, I do want to ask if you would share this live so that what you are uh, hearing on today and what you have been blessed with so far that you can share it with someone else that might bless them on today. Now, I know it's early. I know some folks don't get up at 8 a.m. And at 7 a.m. for some people, it's even 5 a.m. for those on the West Coast. But I need you all to make sure that you are sharing and make sure that if you don't have the opportunity to come in and talk live with us, that you go back and watch the morning matters, okay? And so please make sure that you are pressing the notification bell so that you will be notified every time we are live here at Morning Matter. All right, and make sure you sign up for the podcast if you listen to podcasts. We want you to uh, tune in for the Morning Manor through the podcast. All right, so today, uh, the first time I heard this song, I was just so moved. You know, I've talked about a lot of songs that I grew up listening to, and um, I want today to talk about a song that... um, is not a song that I grew up listening to, but it is a song that I listen to a lot today. And there was something about the the message. And you know, I do like the songs that have the repetition. Y'all know that, I've said that here a lot. But this song just really ministered to me, and I believe it ministered to so many others too. This song is by Jonathan Butler. And uh, some of you listen to his music, but it simply says, Falling in Love with Jesus. Anybody like that song? There was just something about that song that touched me. All right. And so um, it's very simple song, but it's very meaningful. And I think it was so meaningful because, and it touched so many because people had to really think about what Jonathan Butler sang about in this particular song. And so when we think about it, it says falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever, ever done. And so when you think about that now, what exactly are you saying? And so, you know, oftentimes we sing songs, but we really don't process those songs we sing. We're listening to the music and we're listening to the beat. And sometimes we really miss the message in the music. And I need us to hear the message more in the music. All right. And so falling, this is me. Now, this is Bishop. Falling means that you were not there at first. 
All right. Y'all gonna make connect those dots. All right. And so it means that you were not really there at first, but something happened that shifted you, moved you to that place. And so can anybody be honest today and shame the devil and say that you, yes, said that you believed in Jesus. You believe that God sent his son. Yes, you did believe that you confessed that in the church, but you still hmm, wasn't really there. And that's so many people on today. And oftentimes it is not until that experience comes until you really truly experience God or Jesus steps in and you you see Jesus at work in your life, that then you understand that God has moved on your behalf. It wasn't until you began to feel the power and presence of God in your life that then you experienced a shift it wasn't until you really saw Jesus working on your behalf and you saw your prayers begin to be answered that then you fell in love with this one who died on the cross for your sins. Somebody needs to admit to yourself that you were not in love with Jesus at first. You may have been in like with Jesus and you may have understood what Jesus did for you, but you were not in love with Jesus. And so it wasn't again like I said, until Jesus began to show God his power, he began to show the power that he has by being uh, part God as well and, and, and fully God, let me say fully divine. And so when he began to demonstrate his power to heal in your life, when he began to demonstrate his power to open doors for you, when he began to demonstrate his power to guide you away from the things that were not going to bless you and take you to those things that were going to bless you in a mighty marvelous way, then that's when you began to fall. There was something that drew you in and, and it made you look again at this Jesus that you said that you uh, loved, but were not really in a place of love. And so then as you begin to look a second time, look with a different lens, look with a lens of, uh, of, uh, of investigation and looking to see exactly what Jesus had done in your life and you could see the footprint of how he had stepped in your door. You could see the footprint of how he had been in your kitchen and sat at your table. You could see the footprint of how he was in your bedroom and how he even sat and laid on your bed. You could see the footprint of where he was in your car with you and, and so those footprints let you see how Jesus didn't allow you to die with that car accident on the freeway because he was right there with you. The footprint lets you know that that person who was shooting outside your house, it did not come in your uh, in your dwelling space because Jesus was there with you. The footprint lets you know that you could have not had food to eat, but because Jesus had a print in your kitchen, the cupboards uh, and the cabinets and the refrigerator were full. And so Jesus has demonstrated himself. And then as you looked around your job, you saw the footprint there. And those footprints are what made you, uh, as you began to look over your life, began to fall. 
and you had to just admit that you had fallen in love with Jesus. My God, my God. And so when you realized you were in love, you became happy about that you had somebody to love. You became happy about the fact that you had somebody you could trust. You became happy about the fact that you had somebody who was going to come and see about you. You had, you became happy and joyful about the fact that Jesus was always looking out for your best interest and always looking out for your good. You, you became happy because you knew that Jesus wasn't going to share your business with anybody else. Jesus wasn't going to judge you, but Jesus was there to love you and Jesus was there to take care of you. And so you began to love the fact that you had fallen in love with Jesus, my God, my God, today. And so you then began to tell everybody, look, me falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done. Now, I've done some stuff, and I can say that this does not compare to anything else that I've done in my life. This is the best decision I have ever made. This decision was the best I've made for me. We've made decisions. Can we be honest? We've made decisions that were not good for us. Can we talk today? We've made decisions that did not put us in good places. We've made decisions that actually brought us in harm's way. We've made decisions that impacted others negatively. But with Jesus... This was the best decision we had ever made. And I love the fact that Jonathan takes us also. I'm, I, I know I'm out of time, y'all. But Jonathan takes us to the place where he says, in his arms, I feel protected. That lets us know now that we've got some things that are happening in our lives. But we, we tell Satan, look, you can't touch me because I'm in Jesus' arms. Anybody glad when you can tell the devil and tell all of the devil's imps and that he's sending your way? You can't touch this. You can't touch me because I'm with Jesus. And, and, and you know, you feel a safety that you didn't feel before. See, you can tell the difference when you've got Jesus in your life. Amen. Come on, somebody talk to me. You can tell the difference when you've got a savior who is able to protect you from danger seen and unseen. You can feel the difference when you've got a savior who's able to protect you from the fiery darts of the enemy. You can tell the difference when you've got a savior who's able to place a fence around you in the midst of everything that's going on in the world and everything that's going on in life. He's able to protect you. Somebody ought to say, thank God Jesus is able to protect me and I feel protected. And I know I'm protected when I'm with him as a uh, child of God and as a follower of Jesus Christ. That's the best decision I've ever made. But let me say, he goes on to say, in his arms, we're never disconnected. And so there's no way you can get out of Jesus' arms once you get there. You're not going to be disconnected from him because once again, this is the best decision you've ever made in your life and you're in love. And you know, when you're in love, you never want to leave that person's presence. When you're in love, all you want to do is breathe in their air as they breathe in yours. When you're in love, all you want to do is look in their face and spend time with them. When you're in love, all you want to do is just know that they're near, know that they're right there and you want them to know that you are there. And so anybody ever been in love before? Anybody ever fell in love before? And so this is what we're talking about with Jesus Christ. And this is why that song ministered to me because I know that I fell in love with Jesus, but I didn't just fall. I'm still there. Anybody still there? Anybody still in love with Jesus? Anybody still saying, I know that's the best decision I've ever made in my life, following and falling in love with Jesus. Somebody, somebody today, 
go and listen to Falling in Love with Jesus. And if y'all feel led, let Jonathan Butler know he needs to go and listen to this on uh, the podcast. Amen. All right. So let us pray. Gracious, holy God, we just thank you for sending your only son, Jesus, down to die on the cross for our sins. God, we just thank you that Jesus uh, brought us to the place Well, we fell in love. We thank you that there is safety in his arm. We thank you that we can never be disconnected from him. We thank you, God, that everything that we need, he's able to provide. God, we thank you that he is worthy of our love. And we thank you that uh, he is still working on our behalf and working things out for our good. God, we just honor you on today. We reverence you and we lift your name high. God, I ask your blessings upon your people. I ask that you would release a mighty blessing. You would answer their prayers, grant their petitions, oh God, and let them have a reason to stay in love with Jesus Christ on today. God, this is my prayer. I lift you in Jesus' holy name. I do pray. Amen, amen, amen. Well, somebody is in love and somebody ought to be able to tell that you're in love by the smile that's on your face and by the look that's in your eye. So remember to listen to that on today, Falling in Love with Jesus.